Episode of the Educational AD Podcast brought to you by Violet Defense. Violet Defense is dedicated to protecting our world from germs by bringing the power of UV disinfection to everyday spaces. Their patented technology enables them to harness the power of the sun to incorporate ultraviolet light into products and environments like never before. Whether you're ready to implement existing products or If you'd like to explore researching and developing a custom deployment of their technology for your school, Violet Defense has the solutions and the experience you need. Thanks again to Violet Defense for sponsoring the Educational AD Podcast. We also want to say thank you to Sideline Interactive. We actually have a Sideline Interactive indoor scoring table in our gym, and it is fantastic. I really encourage you to check it out. It's become harder and harder to fund an athletic department these days, but Sideline Interactive's indoor scoring tables and video boards can generate $10,000 or more every year, while also creating excitement in the gym and the ultimate game day experience for your student athletes. Go to sidelineinteractive.com or call at 832-786-0302 to schedule a live web demo to see their tables and boards in action and see what these fantastic products can do for you. You can also email them at sales at sidelineinteractive.com. That's sales at sidelineinteractive.com to check out their indoor scoring tables and video boards. We also want to say thank you to Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack are a quick, easy, and affordable way to collect comprehensive data that allows you to evaluate and improve your athletic program. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack also gives the 95% of the players and the parents who love your program a voice and help demonstrate the importance that a positive athletic experience can have for them. Go to athleticsurveys.com and check out their testimonials. Then give them a call at 1-800-738-6466. You can also email them at info at athleticsurveys.com to get started. Athleticsurveys.com by Lifetrack. Let them help you take your athletic program from good to great. We also want to thank Varsity Brands, elevating student experiences in sport, spirit, and achievement, along with hometown ticketing. Simple and easy online ticketing. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Educational AD Podcast. We are staying right here in the great state of Florida, and we're going to visit with Victoria Marino. Uh, Victoria is a registered athletic administrator, and she's the athletic director at the City of Hialeah Educational Academy in Hialeah, Florida. Victoria, welcome to the podcast. Oh, thank you for having me. Glad to be here. Well, we connected, um, you know, online, which is kind of the norm these days, you know, various athletic director groups and uh, professional organizations and uh, wanted to uh, to get you on. Uh, we're always excited to hear about, uh, let's say, a, a newer, uh, younger member of our profession uh, and kind of share their perspective. So let's jump right in. Uh, we always like to let our listeners 
have a chance to get to know our guests. So tell us a little bit about yourself, where you grew up, where you went to school, and, and how you ended up in, uh, in Hialeah. So it's a funny story. So I actually grew up in upstate New York, uh, near Utica in a small town called New Hartford. And I graduated from SUNY Cortland in 2013 with my degree in physical education. My goal was to always become an AD and speaking with ADs up in New York while doing my student teaching, they told me it was great that I got it in PE because I actually leaned towards sports management for a little bit, but they said that would be more geared towards professional sports, not so much like the high school sport aspect of it. And then they recommended I get my master's in health. And then I would go for, uh, is it the CSE where it's, um, you'd be the same license for principals. Right. pretty much. So that's the route I started to take. Um, I did start my master's in health and then I moved to Florida because getting a job in upstate New York for PE is very difficult. And so I was applying everywhere. It was either Florida or Alaska. Um, so yeah, I chose South Florida, not Alaska. And I met my now husband and kind of didn't end up going back to New York, which was the original plan. Um, but so I didn't finish my master's in health because at that point it wasn't something I wanted to do and talking to ADs down here, they actually recommended Ohio university for my master's, um, in athletic administration. So that's, I started that route. I finished that in 2019 and started applying for jobs pretty much anywhere. Um, it's a lot of roadblocks when you don't have that experience yet, but then, uh, city of Hialeah, Cohia for short, um, so you don't have to say the whole mouthful. They they took a they really liked me. They took a chance um, hiring someone who hasn't really been in as an athletic director yet, and they took a chance and they hired me. And here we are. And my husband was born and raised in Hialeah, so now we've come full circle. <laughs> so you're part of that rare group of uh, native uh, Floridian there. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, that, that is really cool. It's got to be exciting. Um, you know, it's just starting out in your career, of course, but also your program there at City Hylia is is pretty darn new. Uh, talk a little bit about that uh, and what's going on with your program. So, um, yeah, it is pretty spanking new. We don't even have a gym yet. So we are connected to the, uh, the athletic department. We're connected to the rec center. So there's a, it's Slate Park is right behind my school. We're connected to, to them when we use their fields and they actually do let us use their recreational center for classes. But we're also connected to the fire department and the police academy. So a lot of our kids who may not go to college can also take that route. So at first they didn't even have an athletic program and then more kids started to come in and say, hey, why don't you have sports? So they started it. Um, it started out with just baseball. If you are from Florida and know Hialeah, you know that is pretty much baseball country. And that was the only sport they had for a couple of years. And then they added basketball and soccer and volleyball and girls volleyball. So, and that's pretty much what they ran with for a little bit. And those have been the core. Um, boys volleyball did come later. Right now, I did manage to get up off the ground for this season, boys cross country. So we did start a cross country team. Um, we are trying to grow it. It's been hit and miss. Last year, there was no AD here. The assistant principal was running the show. And you can imagine trying to be an assistant principal plus an AD at the same time. Um, he was treading water. So they had only really, they had basketball, volleyball, and baseball. And that was it. 
So this year we did get cross country up off the ground. We're getting girls basketball up off the ground. Um, we're starting a softball team. Um, we did get boys soccer going. They're working on their schedules right now. And then for the spring, uh, we have flag football, girls flag football this year. So already, you know, added four sports that have been kind of floundering in the past that we are trying desperately hard. All the girls keep coming to me like, can we have this sport? Can we have this sport? So that's our goal for this year. And then hopefully next year we're moving into middle school, start a solid middle school program. There we go. I'm a professional <laughs> podcaster. Uh, uh, that's got to be exciting and uh, certainly all the best as you move forward. I have lots of contacts in that area. If you, you'd like some uh, uh, mentors and I'm certainly, you know, uh, be glad to help out. Talking about mentors, um, you know, you're just at the start of your career, but you didn't just appear here. You know, you had uh, uh, some help along the way. So share a little bit uh, those people that had an impact on you, maybe family members or, or teachers or coaches you had growing up. Uh, you know, who helped get you to uh, where you're at today? Uh, so one of my biggest influences was my high school softball coach, um, John Cunningham. I'm pretty sure he's still there. Uh, he took a risk on me when I was playing softball. I didn't think I was going to be like that great. I was trying to be a shortstop and then I switched to catching and he really took a chance on me. But he, to this day, is one of the like when I think of my career in sports is the coach I respect the most. And that's out of college coaches, all my high school coaches with the sports I played. Um, and he, he ran the recreation center that was next to our high school. Um, and he kind of showed me what that was like, just watching him run all the park, the parks where I grew up kind of piqued my interest a little bit. Now I know that's not the AD route, but it piqued my interest in it. Um, and then talking to the there was an AD at Whitesboro in New, in New York where I grew up that kind of I was floundering like do I want to do recreational or do I want to go into AD and he kind of let me um, shadow him for a little bit and that's when I realized yeah this is what I want to do um, and then coming down here uh, Paul Herforth at university school uh, we bump heads sometimes we both have that personality but I mean he he really did show me like he watching him I learned things that were good and I learned things like hey I would change that a little bit but I was with him for five years as his coach um, he supported me no matter what um, he supported me I had cancer actually and he supported me through that whole thing when I was there um, and even though I'm not there anymore and he's still someone who would say hey if you need anything you can call me and also Ed Miller at Somerset Pines he's been that no one works harder than that guy I don't know how he does it. Now, I guess he's the uh, also an assistant principal there and the AD. And sometimes I wonder if he sleeps at night. But just watching him, like I coached softball for him for a season, and it baffles me how he does this. I feel like I'm drowning sometimes, and he has like five jobs, and I don't know how he does it. But just watching those two guys down here in the programs they were able to develop from nothing at those schools is, is amazing. And it those two are definitely two people I look up to and I still call when I get baffled. I call them and they'll set me straight. 
He's, I always love hearing these stories, and, and you, you know, brought a memory back for me. Uh, I used to work uh, alongside of, I was at a different school, but Ed Miller uh, when I was down in South Florida. Yeah, you're right. What a great guy. Uh, next time you see Ed, tell him uh, that Jake said hi. That's oh, I will. Yeah, I talked to, I emailed him the other day. I had a question, and yeah. he got right back to me. And now his small circle, I guess, his um, assistant AD now, and also his baseball coach, R.B. Sosa, um, knew my husband really well so he's like your son was your husband was basically my son in high school so now you're my daughter by adoption so <laughs> there great. we go <laughs> uh actually I, I i'm gonna do my own dirty work i'm gonna email ed and tell him i need to get him on the podcast so oh my god yes <laughs> yeah victoria uh we already mentioned you know you're a registered athletic administrator and you talked about the ohio university online program we do have a, a lot of younger and older ad's that listen and I think it's important for them to understand the journey that we all take on the certification process. You know, you're, you know, not at the very beginning, but uh, you're on that path. Yeah. Share a little bit about how you first became aware of the LTI programs and the courses that you've taken and maybe how they've uh, helped you as a young AD so far. So I became aware of it when at Ohio we had, um, it was before COVID, thank God. Uh, so we actually had our conference in Ohio, and that's when Aaron Wright, the one of the main professors I had, uh, mentioned um, the NI AAA. Here we go. If I can get it out, and how you can you start with the R, it would start with your REA, and he walked us through all the courses that we've already taken as part of our curriculum that to start the process. And I looked into it, and I was like, oh, that's how that works. And so I spoke to him, um, and those courses today I go back and check like my work and stuff like budget like the budgets how I did the spreadsheets how to map like you know I had to talk to one of my coaches the other day about um budgets and he of course was saying how come baseball gets everything and I remember the lesson Aaron taught us about budgets about how you know boys football typically is the big money maker in high school sports for us it's baseball and Hialeah and how basically football pays for everybody else so I remember that lesson that lesson so specifically with Aaron that I go I reference that lesson all the time with my coaches when they start complaining like how come baseball I was like listen guys because of baseball I can pay you as a coach and that stuck with me and I st still talk to Aaron too on LinkedIn I'll message him if I get stuck and just the connections I've made through Ohio it has helped me tenfold since I started this position, even though I've been, only been here three months. <laughs> You've uh, you got to go on the NIAAA portal and, and put that in as a uh, blurb. I guarantee you they'll use that as a PSA announcement. What a great example of how the LTIs work. You know, and the other thing specifically about baseball or, or football is those things cost more. It costs money for catcher's gear. You know, it yeah. costs money to have a, a pitching machine and, and things like that compared to, you know, you mentioned cross country, you know, uh, you know what's that cost? You know, a singlet and a pair of shorts. So, yeah. uh, that's it. <laughs> yeah. So no, well done. Well done. For our listeners, we're visiting with Victoria Marino, a registered athletic director, and she is the director of athletics at the city of Hialeah Educational Academy in Hialeah, Florida. We'll be right back, but uh, let's hear a word from our podcast sponsor, Violet Defense. Violet Defense is dedicated to protecting our world from germs by bringing the power of UV disinfection to everyday spaces. 
Their patented technology enables them to harness the power of the sun to incorporate ultraviolet light into products and environments like never before. Whether you're ready to implement existing products or if you'd like to explore researching and developing a custom deployment of their technology for your school, Violet Defense has the solutions and experience you need. Thanks again to Violet Defense for sponsoring the Educational AD Podcast. We're back visiting with Vicki Marino, Registered Athletic Administrator at the City of Hialeah Educational Academy. Vicki, one of the things we like to do with the podcast is this idea of sharing best practices. So I'm going to put you on the spot here. Uh, what are some things that you currently do at your school that when you look at it, you just say, wow, we do this better than anybody? I know you're a young school, but uh, maybe you got one or two. Or maybe you have some best practices for some, from some other schools that you've seen. What can you share with us? So right now, I think uh, my school is really strong in marketing ourselves. And in today's world, especially in South Florida with open enrollment, you have to nail that marketing scheme, especially public schools. It's kind of harder because they have set parameters of there is open enrollment, but they have to let the people in their zones in first. We're in a charter school. So our people come to us. We don't have like a zone. They have to apply to get in. And the biggest thing in private schools too, we have you really have to market yourself. You have to know what what makes you better than your competition. And that's something that I had not seen coming from upstate New York, where we don't really have charter schools or private schools. And so that's something I've had to adjust to, like using the correct logos and this and that and make it look pretty. Um, and already my like I made a Instagram post for um, our volleyball team and they the principal asked me he's like oh who did Mike make that I was like no that was me and he was like oh you're learning and I was like see you taught me well um so that's something already that I think I'm very strong in is marketing and I think that's something my school does very well is we market ourselves very well in this competitive environment in South Florida you're absolutely right competitive and I just did an interview recently with an athletic director in Georgia uh, who's at a big public school, and he was stressing the exact same thing, that they're trying to provide the best experience for their student-athletes and the best experience for their parents. And I said, that's really kind of a private school model, which, and he knew I spent the last 25 years at a private school. And his response was, you know, you're absolutely right. Okay, we need to market ourselves these days, you know, because it is a, um, a different day and age. So that's great to hear. Um, what are some other things that maybe you haven't quite got them going, but maybe a best practice that you're trying to get uh, up and running at uh, ILEA? Um, well, I've worked for some very organized athletic directors who, you know, coaches are kind of like your ducks as they follow you along. And they've kept us in a line. You know, some of us might have strayed here and there, but then they're quick to say, hey, remember, and get us, shuffle us back into line. Um, I'm struggling with that a little bit at my school just because fortunately, unfortunately, they've been kind of left on their own for the last two, three years. There was an AD here for a while before me um, that he's now, I think, in, he's at a slam. Um, so same company, just a different school. And one between him and COVID was only here for like a year. And I guess he wasn't the most organized of persons. And then 
course, COVID, so then there was no AD, and then when they tried to bring it back, it was the assistant principal. So they've had a lot of turnover. So I've been just trying to be more, like, open with my coaches, but at the same time, like, I'm used to coaches who know the expectations. Like, we, we, we've had the same AD, so it's like, this is your expectation, this is what you do, and year after year, we just do it because that's all we've known. So I'm trying to get that organization here where we're all on the same page. We're all ducks heading towards the same, the same area, not, you know, going off what person's going to like Orlando and one person's going over here. Um, and that's something I'm, I'm struggling with just because they've been on their own and it's not their fault. It's just something that's happened to them. And now here's this new person that's like, okay, this is what we're doing. And it's not that they're trying to fight it. It's just, they haven't done it so it's been we've been um it's it's been tough and it's been you know we've knocked some heads together a little bit and you know i don't want anyone getting in trouble but at the same time i have to set that standard like hey these are the rules and expectations if we don't follow them you know there's consequences just like there's consequences for me so that is a best practice i'm trying to establish at my school is just keeping everything routine so that way we do run like a well-oiled machine we come back in the fall and boom not we come back in the fall and boom well there is not a single athletic director out there listening who has not gone through that very same thing bringing a program in and their version whatever it is of organization and it's not a good or bad or right or wrong it's just you know what is your system and getting everybody on the same page so uh i know you're going to do great with that we are visiting with vicky marino registered athletic administrator we'll be right back after a message from sideline interactive score tables we want to thank sideline interactive for being a sponsor of the Educational AD Podcast. And we actually have one of their indoor scoring tables in our gym, and it is fantastic. I cannot recommend these folks enough. It's becoming harder and harder to fund an athletic department these days, but Sideline Interactive's indoor scoring tables and video boards can generate $10,000 a year or more while also creating excitement in the gym and the ultimate game day experience for your student athletes. Go to sidelineinteractive.com or call 832-786-0302 to schedule a live web demo to see their tables and boards in action and see what these fantastic products can do for you. You can also email them at sales at sidelineinteractive.com. That's sales at sidelineinteractive.com and see what their fantastic products can do for you. We're back with Vicki Marino, Registered Athletic Administrator at City of Hialeah Educational Academy. Uh, for our listeners, we're recording this on August 31st, so it's gonna be pretty timely by the time you listen to it. Vicki, um, we just came out of you know watching the Olympics and you know tremendous performances by you know men's and women's teams and, and just very exciting. And also, um, uh, increased discussion, if you will, on the topic of, you know, social emotional health uh, for athletes and for everyone. You know, certainly Simone Biles was quite candid, you know, sharing the challenges that she experienced. And so I've been asking some of our athletic directors, how can an AD um, find a good balance? Uh, how can a coach find a good balance between 
you know, that old school approach of, come on, you got to be tough, you got to get back in there, while also being sensitive and aware of the challenges that a Generation Z student athlete is undergoing. Uh, do you have some advice for us? fact that we're on generation z <laughs> um <laughs> i'm not that old and they still make me feel old <laughs> they use words i'm like what does that mean um so i have a balance of coaches i have young coaches who are even younger than me um one of my coaches right now he's 23 he's just out of college and then i have the old school coaches who have been here for 20 something years and trying to find that balance with them is something i'm struggling with right now um i i do teach one class of weightlifting and we we're actually talking about food trackers today in class and i'm not having them track everything they eat i said what's one you know you want to eat more fruit than for right now track how much fruit you're eating so they're not tracking everything because studies have shown that that actually can hurt kids and have lead them into unhealthy relationships with food i just want them to pick an area they want to improve in and we'll work on that one and then one of the athletes brought into my attention that their coach wants them to track everything. They want them to use um, the app, my fitness pal, which I've used before. And it told me to eat like 1200 calories a day. And yeah, no, that's not going to happen. Um, and so I have to find that balance now of, I have to, you know, try and have that meeting with that coach. Like, you know, this is what the studies say. Maybe is there something else we can use? Uh, we want the kids to be in shape, obviously, and to be ready for their seasons, especially when it's baseball season and the grind and the long days and the games. But how do we reach a happy, a happy medium between making sure they're physically fit, but we're not going to damage them in the long term? And that is something that I added to my to-do to list today because I didn't realize that that was happening. But it's that old school mentality of like, no, they should just be able to deal with it and it's not. And I have this conversation with my friends too. They're like, Oh, who pulled, if you're an Olympic, an Olympian, you should just be able to deal with it. But these kids love it. They're that they talk about it in class. They're like, Oh my God, Simone Biles. Like I feel that way too. And just to watch her like be okay enough to say, listen, I'm not okay. I need to take a step back. That gave me the power to say to people, I'm not okay. I need to take a step back. And we are doing SEL training and I'm making all my coaches go, even though they don't technically have to, I told them they need to, because not only do we need to physically be there for our athletes, they need to know they can come to us and they need to know they can talk to us as well. Sometimes we're the biggest influences they have. Uh, I think your points are spot on and uh, really appreciate you sharing those. And I'm glad you talked about not just working with student athletes, but also working with coaches, uh, because a lot of times and ADs, you know, we we don't come uh, trained for all of this. So it, it's good to have somebody with some good information. Great stuff. Um, we're going to take one more break and hear from our new toolbox sponsor, Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack. But we're coming back to hear Victoria's uh, toolbox suggestions. We'll be right back. We want to thank Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack for sponsoring the Athletic Director's Toolbox segment. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack are a quick, easy, and affordable way to collect comprehensive data that allows you to evaluate and improve your athletic program. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack also gives the 95% of the players and parents at your school who really love your program a voice and helps demonstrate the importance that a positive athletic experience has for them. 
go to athleticsurveys.com and check out their testimonials and then call them at 1-800-738-6466 or email them at info at athleticsurveys.com to get started. That's info at athleticsurveys.com. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack. Let them help you take your program from good to great. We're back with Vicki Marino from City of Hialeah Educational Academy. Vicki, this has been really cool connecting with you and getting to know a little bit about you and your program, but we're not done yet. Uh, we've already established that you know, you're a young AD, but you've hit the ground running and you're certainly dipping into your toolbox. Right now, uh, I'm gonna task you with sending out another young athletic director on their very first job, but I'm only gonna let you put three things in their athletic surveys toolbox. What three items are gonna go in your toolbox? So don't be afraid to ask for help. That is something I've struggled with, um, letting people in and saying, hey, I need help on this. Don't be afraid. There's so many people who are there for you and you never know until you say, hey, like I'm struggling with this, can I, can I get help? And they'll step up for you. So don't be afraid to say I'm, I'm struggling because we all struggle. You're, you're not gonna, I've had to learn the hard way. You're, you're not going to be a superhero if you, if, by admitting that you're not struggling. Like I was buried. I'm sure I remember our first meeting. I forgot because I was buried and then I asked for help and I'm actually caught up today. I realized that I'm actually all caught up. So that is my first lesson. Don't be afraid to ask for help. Um, second one is don't be afraid to stand up for yourself. I know it can be intimidating, You're, especially for young ADs. Um, and in my experience so far is being female as well. I hate playing saying that, but you know, I'm on all these meetings and it's, I'm the only, like half the time I'm the only girl. And then we have the big district meetings and I count like how many of us there are total and how many females there are. There's not a lot of us. And unfortunately I've been, talked down to already and I finally had enough and I talked and I stood up for myself in a polite way I said excuse me I'm not going to be talked to like that I'm doing my job and I'm sticking up for my programs so we need to come to a resolution that does not involve telling me to calm down I hate that word um so don't be afraid to stick up for yourself you know do it in a polite manner but if you if that happens you, they have to know that you are professional and they need to take you seriously. So don't be afraid to just say, no, this is not okay. Let's draw the line. And then the third thing is be open with your coaches. Um, don't like, yeah, I mean, I guess technically I hate that word too. We're their boss, but at the same time, you will go so much farther if you have that personal relationship with your coaches. If they aren't scared to step into your office and feel like, oh, I'm going to get in trouble. I'm going into their office. Make it so they, my coaches come and they just barge in at this point. So maybe I have to talk to them about that. But they come in and we joke around and I can be myself around them. I don't feel like, like we have that level and they know already like okay yeah she's she's in charge but at the same time they feel like they can talk to me as as not like their friend but 
their friend at the same time. You know, we're all professionals. We're all here to have the same goals. We all want the kids to be successful. Um, so they know, like I joke around with them all the time. And the other day I didn't even mean to, I was texting one of my coaches and I said something like, if you guys would leave me the bleep alone. And I was joking and he started laughing. He goes, Oh my God, that's the first time I've heard an admin swear. And he's like, that's awesome. I mean, he's my age, so it's not like it was, but I said it jokingly. I didn't even mean like it was just reactive. Um, but since that day, He's like, oh, you're overwhelmed too? So am I. And it was just something, like I said, in jest, that now we have that connection. And he's been helping me. And I said, hey, you need any help with the cross-country team, like workouts or stuff I got you? So I actually worked them out the other day because I know he's been a little overwhelmed too. So it was just something that broke the ice. And now all the, like, all the coaches see it and just – Everything is we, 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 we. This is our department. We are here for the kids. We run this department. Um, it's not about you. It's not about me. It's about all of us. So remember that too. Don't ever say like, oh, it's my department. It's not your department. It's everyone's department. You're all in it together. You really covered a lot of ground and it's all great stuff, but it, it comes back to this idea that you shared about, you know, building a program, building a culture, building those relationships, you know, with your coaches that, yeah, they can relate to you. They still know that you are the boss, but, you know, the, it's not the uh, management out of fear. Okay. No, very, very cool stuff. Vicki, if one of our listeners wants to reach out and uh, pick your brain, uh, find out a little bit more, what's the best way that they can get in touch with you? Either by text because I end up playing phone tag with people, if you call. Um, text or email is usually the best way to get a hold of me. Can you go ahead and share that uh, email address? Yeah, it's um, V, as in Victor, Marino, M-E-R-I-N-O, at Cohea, so C-O-H-E-A, E-D-U dot com. Okay, and again, uh, if you can't find that, uh, go to LinkedIn, uh, you know, Victoria's, Vicky. Yeah. is on there. It's okay. <laughs> Vicky Marino, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. No, thank you for having me. I had so much fun. Uh, well, all the best uh, with the coming year. And uh, again, I'm going to reach out to Ed, but uh, next time you see him, you say, hey, Jake uh, said to say hi. Okay. I'm going to call him right now, actually, and be like, Miller, what? I know someone. <laughs> For our listeners, uh, remember the Zoom recordings of these interviews are being uploaded to the Educational AD Podcast YouTube channel. Uh, we appreciate you listening today. Come back again next time for another episode of the Educational AD Podcast.